Welcome to the Sharon Fitzmaurice podcast, and today is episode 83. My guest today is Tony Christie, who is an author, artist, inspirational speaker, spiritual healer, labyrinth designer, consultant and workshop facilitator from County Cork in Ireland. Tony has been working with the Labyrinth for over 12 years and teaches that it is a symbol of oneness, of interconnectedness, of all existence and as a symbol of you. He works with the Labyrinth as a healing tool and a safe space to explore your journey in life. Tony, you're very welcome. Um, thank you, Sharon. Delighted to be here. And so lovely. Myself and Tony were having a little chat, you know, before we always do on the podcast. And he's from the lovely Castletown Bear in County Cork. And I was telling him that I was walking down there in Bear Island and Jersey Island, beautiful part of the country. If you're ever there, go and have a visit. You might meet Tony along the way. You never so, know. <laughs> yeah. So, Tony, you were telling me that you moved to Castletown Bear just before the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. Just over three years, about three and a half years ago now, I think just so. Yeah, it was um, a very, what's the word, a very time, timely move from my point of view. We moved from the city, my wife, Fanula and I, so we um, needed, we were looking for a bit more space, maybe, if that's the word. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we certainly found it here. We kind of are between the, the mountains and the sea and trees all around us and loads of space. So it's, mm. yeah, it's a beautiful spot. We feel Honoured and privileged to be guardian of this little, this little piece of the earth while, yes. while we're here. Oh, and it is an amazing place, you know. And again, as I said, I've seen it with my own eyes and there's more to explore. And now we want to go into, you know, the main body of your work. So yes. I've said labyrinth two or three times in your bio. For people that don't know what a labyrinth is, they're going, what is that? Can you explain in your own words that people will understand what a labyrinth is. Yeah, I'd probably start with saying what a maze is or, you know, when people hear labyrinth, sometimes they think of the movie with it was a David Bowie in it. And, you know, so if that's that's more of a maze. A maze is as uh, the many paths, you know, where the path divides and there's dead ends and it's designed mm -hmm. to confuse you and get you lost. Yeah. Whereas the labyrinth, it's originated in a very ancient symbol in rock carvings 5000 years old but it's it has a winding path but the path there's only one path from the outside to the center there are no dead ends there's no 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 way to get lost you know so the only decision you have to make there is whether you're going to enter or not and yeah <laughs> And uh, that's what I've been doing for the last, I don't know how many years. God, it's going on more than 12 years now even. Yeah. Yes. So mm. Amazing. So, yeah, if so, if anybody is confused, look up Labyrinth and you'll see it or check yes. out Tony's website. I'll be putting yeah. all of those in the show notes so you'll get an idea. Now, the first mm. place I came across you, Tony, was actually down in, I think it was County Navan. And I was right. I was attending a retreat down there and mm. your cards were left in the space <laughs> to be used. And I was fascinated yes. by them. I love them. So I went and ordered as soon as I got home, I went and ordered a pack mm -hmm. for myself. And I've used them yeah. quite a lot with my own clients and retreats and everything. They're just beautifully, yeah. beautifully illustrated. Yeah. And the messages are beautiful. And when I saw them the first time, um, I suppose maybe I was a little bit confused about maze and labyrinth, but mm. I soon realized and I used to always think when I, you know, kind of intuitively said, well, what is my message for today? You know, and I chose a card. 
And I yeah. used to always come back to you come in one way and you go out the same way. <laughs> yeah. I love yes. that. I love yeah. that. It was like it didn't there wasn't leading me in a different direction. I had to come out somewhere else. Mm. It was you go yeah. in that way and you come out the same way. And that kind of really resonated with me, you know, for myself yes. and for yeah. my work. So mm. what is the significance of that going in way and coming out the same yeah, there's, way, Tony? There's, there's a lot of symbolism, you know, attached to the labyrinth and a lot of meanings that, you know, different people have given it over the years. Um, the going in, it, the, I see the labyrinth as a symbol of yourself, a symbol of me, a symbol of you. So and so the path to the center is a winding path, but it's the path to my own center. Mm. And, you know, I think ultimately, whether we realize it or not, we're all looking to access that point of stillness within ourselves but getting there is this winding twisting path and it's not always straightforward and sometimes you think you're almost there and then other times you feel like you're you're <laughs> you don't know where you are yes <laughs> so yes. so the going in is symbolic of going to your own center mm. and then on the journey in and even in there there's um i find different insights and different thoughts come and flow when you allow yourself just to experience the movement of going in yeah. and it's like a receiving of insights or guidance and a lot of people will ask question a question before they walk in and the practice mm -hmm. of walking in or even tracing with your finger you know you can get small hand uh finger labyrinths as well um it has a it quietens the mind mm. so or it quietens the busy mind and so when that quietens oftentimes it, it allows sometimes that's called the masculine side the thinking logical rational over overthinking side that's overworked in today's world so when that quietens down it allows the, the feminine intuitive receptive creative um side to come into balance mm. and so it has a the, the Simple, one of the simplest things the labyrinth does is it brings us into balance. Mm -hmm. And then you, you to look at the coming out, the coming out is like like coming out into the world renewed, coming back out with new insights or with a different understanding of who you are and possibly what the world is about. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's no there's no one, I suppose, um, one sentence that will summarize the labyrinth. You know, I mm -hmm. I um I was that quote. There's a quote in the Taoist tradition, you know, the Tao that can be described is not the Tao, or the way that can be described is not the way. And I feel like that about the labyrinth, that if I try and describe it, I'm not I'm not doing it justice. Yeah. yeah. And I suppose, again, for, you know, and you will talk about what the workshops and how you help people with the labyrinth yes. and everything. And again, I'll say from my experience, for me, it's it's very meditative. It's very when, you know, even in my mind, if I was entering into that space, you know, and where I might stop mm -hmm. and the way I continue, it kind of for me, it's like this, you know, and if you were walking a labyrinth, it's like a walking meditation, you yes. know, and it's not about where you're going. It's about each step. That's what mm -hmm. I feel personally in it. Yeah. But I think because. And if you see it, even in Tony's cards, you know, there are lines going around and everything. And it's kind of like sometimes the rebel comes out in me, Tony. And it's like, well, what if I jumped the line? What if I jumped over it? <laughs> I should try it and see what happens. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I'd be tempted, tempted myself. But I'll tell you what happens in, in, in most labyrinths. If you skip to the next path and keep going in the same direction, you'll end up back where you started. 
So if you're yes. walking in and you go one path to the right or the left and keep going in that direction, it'll bring you back to the entrance again. Yeah. And so you'll can, always come back to yourself. Yeah, you'll come back to something anyway. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah. um and and there you see I with my understanding and my experience is that everything about the labyrinth is significant and has a significance for you mm-hmm. if you're aware enough to see that or to understand what that is. Yeah. You know, and so maybe if you find yourself back at the entrance, and some people have unknowingly found themselves back at the entrance when they thought they were walking towards the center for some reason they unknowingly crossed the path. Well mm-hmm. then, you know, then that will have a meaning for them in their life, you know, whether it is that they seem to be, seem to be always ending up back where they started or yeah. they need to make another decision, you know, about what they're doing or what they're going to do and maybe yes. do something a little bit differently or, you know. Yeah. It's, again, it brings insights into you because it, yes. in saying that, you know, and I like that saying jumping the path, it's because sometimes when we're on that path and there's a challenge or something, a struggle ahead of us, we may yes. not want to walk towards it because we'd rather just say, I try and avoid it now and move on to something else. And I won't, I'll pretend it's <laughs> yeah. not there. But we, yeah. ultimately, we'll always have to face that challenge, won't we? Somewhere along yeah. the way, if we yeah. avoid yeah. it right now, yeah. it'll probably meet us in a yeah. week. Yes. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. It'll, it'll come up again on your path, you know. And and look, if, I, I mean, I'm very, um, if, if you don't feel like facing the challenge, whatever it is at the moment, well, then that's fine. Just just yeah. just just don't, you know, and, and yeah. you know, it's it's going to come up again, you know, and we yeah. some days we're in great form. Other days, not so much, you know, the old biorhythms go up and down, you know. So if um, if <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then, but they're generally. I mean, my own personal experience. I found the more more I face something, the more rewarding it is. The more mm-hmm. you know, the more I face something, the easier it is to face the next thing. And then, yeah, you get I get to the stage where well, there isn't really anything to be faced. You know, it's just how you look at it. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly you know, and that comes back to again a lot about what I talk about. It's how we're reacting to the outside yes. stuff, isn't it? Yes. So it's our own inner awareness and our thoughts around that and how we then connect our emotions, you know, and we realize, God, I'm reacting the same way over and over (laughs) to the same things. Yeah, there's a quote, isn't William Shakespeare said, nothing is either good nor bad, but thinking makes it so. So it's your thinking about something that makes it good or bad. You know, a lot of things, the weather is a great example, you know, People say, oh, it's a miserable day. You know, sure, the rain is just doing what the rain does. You know, It's so. making our country green. I always say <laughs> yeah. that. Well, yeah, if we didn't have the rain now, we might be a lot more worried. You know? Yeah. And in talking about quotes, I think it was Billy Connolly, the comedian who said, there's no such thing as bad weather. There's only bad clothing. So yeah, if you're dressed in a T-shirt, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. So yeah, again, yeah. it's like that. And we can all afford jackets, you know, and shoes mm. and boots. And we have a spare pair at home now. So yeah. again, it's your thoughts around that, an excuse of not going out, not doing something that you know will make yes. you feel better. Yes. I wanted it. to ask you in your experience, has anyone ever been fearful or hesitant of entering the labyrinth? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and if they have, that's fine. I don't... Um... I, I, I don't push the labyrinth on people. I say, here mm. it is. I kind of introduce it or present it or give people an opportunity and say, look, here it is. And some people are drawn to it and some people aren't, you know. And mm. so if if people aren't drawn to the labyrinth, well, I'm, there's something else there that they will be drawn to. I'm, I've yeah. no doubt. Um, yeah. 
you know, there may be if there's some issue, you know, whatever they whatever it represents for them, maybe that's that's the thing to ponder even before they enter the labyrinth. Often it happens mm-hmm. that people are using the labyrinth to to consider and you know whatever is happening in their life. But if if what's happening is that there's a fear or an anxiety or a reluctance to enter the labyrinth, well, that I would think is symbolic of something in their life as well. You know? Yes, so. everything. <laughs> is an awareness, isn't it? Everything is symbolic. Everything makes yes. you stop and question, well, why have I this fear right now? You know, what am I afraid of if I enter, you mm. know, this labyrinth? It's not going to swallow me up and eat me, you know. So <laughs> what is it within myself that yeah. I'm afraid of moving on? Yes. And again, yeah, I yeah. suppose it's, as you said, Tony, it's kind of symbolic of ourself and our own path and where we are on that path right mm. now. And there's a lot of people, and I'm sure you found this as well, there's a lot of people that their awareness is opening up. And, and you mentioned the pandemic, you know, that you moved to beautiful Castletown yes. there. Mm. And I think the pandemic, you know, for a lot of people was like an awakening. It was suddenly the realisation that they're out of the rat race. They had to slow down or made slow down. down. Yeah. They didn't have that connection and busyness and distraction that they had for a long time, for years mm-hmm. and years. And suddenly yeah. there was, they started feeling isolated, whereas I went, I didn't feel isolated. <laughs> I felt like I was so free yeah. from those outside demands that we normally have. And that it was a lovely time that to connect yourself. But in that connection, a lot of people found out they weren't where they wanted to be in their life. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was a huge, huge insight for a lot of people, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think I think there were a lot of gifts from the pandemic that we're still only realizing what they were. You know, initially at the time we were all talking about the separation and the exclusion and couldn't see family members. And that was very heartbreaking for some people who's, you know, elderly parents or relatives or loved ones who were ill and they couldn't mm-hmm. even be with them, you know. Yes. So so you know, there was there's both there's what would I say there were disadvantages but there are a lot there were a lot of advantages to it you know and and you the one one you mentioned was the just people getting time to almost reassess their lives to stand back and say you know god i'm not really happy in the job i'm doing you know or is there something else i could be doing you know and and i think people have reappraised or they've got a better work-life balance now as Mm -hmm. as the result of it uh the other one of the biggest um it's a insights for me, a realization, not, not realization, even annoying, is that I, I do energy work and normally it would be face to face with people. Mm. And then people were asking me, can you do this over the Internet? And and I was finding that it didn't matter whether somebody was in in, in Cork or in London Dubai. <laughs> or Dubai, well, Saudi Arabia, yeah, yeah. United <laughs> States and Australia. And I've had people. It's, it's as if they were sitting in in the same room as me, you know. I was just seeing them on the on the um, on the screen, and I could feel what they were feeling, and you know, and tune in. Um, it's like it made the world a lot smaller. Yes, and I think world. that's what it was. That's a beautiful way to look at it, Tony. We realized that we were actually more connected than we yes. realized, yeah. and you know that, like you just said, there was many people that said, "Well, I'm not seeing anybody," and we're mm. going, "Well, if this happened." 20 or 30 years ago, you really would have felt isolated because we didn't have the mobile phones and the Skypes and the Zooms and the Facebooks and all of those things. Well, maybe they were there. I didn't have them. But Mm. now it's like we had so much access. 
And there was a part of that I could see kind of, you know, as you said, the advantages and disadvantages. There was a lot of people that were just online all the time, but distracting Mm. themselves as normal. And then when they went back into whatever normal life was, you know, for most people, it was all of a sudden they were like, going, I can't do this because I'm not sure Mm. how to be me because they never gave themselves the opportunity. Now, I found that kind of was a lot of clients as well. And then Mm -hmm. the other side was the people that reassessed their lives, as you said, and went, what am I doing? Why am I doing this with my life for years and years? I've been giving this opportunity to take time Mm -hmm. to reflect on what's important. And that sudden inspirational feeling. I remember Mm -hmm. one lady said, said, I woke up one morning, she said, and she went, I can do anything I want in my life. I just have to choose it. Well, that, yeah, that's, I mean, that's it's an amazing kind of a declaration for someone to, re- a realization yeah. for, for somebody to have, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, my approach to people is you, you're here to do what makes you feel alive and what you're happy doing. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's a big statement because certainly I was in jobs that I certainly was not happy doing, but didn't know how I was going to get out with mortgages or families yeah. to rear and things like that, you know. So, um but I've managed it. <laughs> I'm yeah. doing what I love doing now. So um, it can be done. You know, I mean, yeah. there's there's a, an element of maybe a leap of faith or building up to doing that, you know, but mm-hmm. there, it can be done. So for anybody out there who's listening and who isn't 100% happy with where they are, you know, start, well, start looking around, start trying things, find what, what makes you happy and start doing it, you know, or start looking to see what might make you happy. That's even more fun. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And going back to that, Tony, so mm. you were working in a very different environment <laughs> many years ago. Yes, yes. And then through <laughs> that journey, you know, and as you said, we all get caught up, I suppose, mm. you know, and people sometimes get a little bit cross when I say mm. this, you know, going, well, we have mortgages and I've rent and I've bills and everything. Mm. So have I. And so yes. has Tony. Yeah. But yeah. it's again, choosing your priority, saying what is really important And of course, they may not all say, well, this is what I'd like to do. If I left that other job, this is what I'd like to do. But you just said it there. It's discovering what you like. It's not saying that's going to be your career, but going in search and Mm. looking around and saying, well, maybe I'll try it for the crack, you know, just to see what it's like. And maybe that'll open another door or another path. And it'll mm-hmm. lead you on to maybe connecting with somebody and they'll say, oh, did you ever hear of Tony Christie, that fellow that walks these labyrinths? <laughs> <laughs> What's that all about? Yeah, yeah. I, and just just my my own experience. I mean, you know, I had what my two youngest were twins, you know, and, and they say the most expensive time for a parent is when they go to college. But I decided that I had to start living my life for myself. So I had a very nice, well-paying job that I decided I was going to leave when they had finished their leaving cert, which is probably the time most people say, oh, you couldn't be doing that, you know? And I, mm-hmm. I had to say to them, I'm not sure how much money we'll have. Don't don't come to me looking for loads of pocket money. Go out and get a part-time job, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so so they did, you know? And um, I must say, my quality of life has just escalated immensely, you know, mm-hmm. since I decided to start doing what I love doing. Mm. and That's so, so it, it, there's no no money you know I could have a lot more money now maybe then but I would certainly I don't know would I be sitting even sitting here talking to you Sharon I don't know yeah. where I'd be I could be under the ground at this stage yeah <laughs> and I think that's a very important statement because a lot of people I suppose maybe we have been programmed you know that 
we have to have a lot of money to be happy and to be successful. And for me, money is energy. You know, you're just exchanging energy for another thing. That's what it yes. is for me. Yeah. And again, and I've spoken about my story so publicly, I wrote the book on it. But yeah. I would say when we were forced into not having any money, yes, it was probably the happiest times in our lives because we had no expectations of yeah. what should go where. We had to live yeah. off what we had, do the basics, yeah. pay what we had. And uh-huh. after that, there was nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Um, I you kind of I don't know. You, some ways, you create your your own happiness. You know, when mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's an happiness is an inside job. You know, it comes from the inside. So, mm-hmm. if we were looking for it, for everything that's outside, or the more we have, the happier we'll be. It doesn't. I haven't found it doesn't work that way. You know. So, yeah. um, and again, back to the labyrinth, the journey in in the inner in inner yes. journey is 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 um, a wonderful journey of exploration and discovery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And tell me about the first time that you explored the labyrinth for yourself personally. Yeah, well, you see, the, that's the first time I came across the labyrinth. Um, my wife, Nula, was into more holistics, she was teaching Reiki and different things. But when I met her, you know, she was um, and one evening she she had many decks of Oracle cards and angel cards and different things. And there was one deck she pulled out and one evening and I picked a card and it was called Melchizedek's Labyrinth. Mm. And that's the first labyrinth I remember seeing in this lifetime anyway. Wow. <laughs> and uh, and um, I, I can't say there was, you know, bells ringing or lights flashing or anything like that. But I happened to be reading a book at the time about a healer in England called Jack Temple. Mm. And he had a labyrinth in the grounds of his healing center. So, And, and he was very famous. He had clients, um, was it Fergie and Jerry Hall, Mick Jagger's mm. wife and people like that. But he used to get people to walk the labyrinth before he w- they would go to him before his treatment, kind of while they were waiting, waiting for him. Mm. So I put two and two together and got 11 or one and one together and got 11. <laughs> and uh, I bought about a half a dozen books on labyrinths and kind of didn't haven't turned back from there. Made one in the made one in the back garden for myself. out a temporary one out of bits of, you know, I raided the old cupboard and found out mm. a date bits of flour and wheat germ and brands and all those things yes. that you buy and never use. Yeah. And I sat walking it and made a permanent one in, in the back garden. And then people would ask visiting you, they'd say, what's that in your garden? Yes. <laughs> and and, um, and um, I'd tell them it's a labyrinth. And I kind of said, that's, Maybe I start teaching. I advertised a workshop for people and a number of people came along. So um, that's how I started doing workshops. It kind of evolved, you know, incrementally, little by little by little, you know. And um, and then as I was walking, you know, I was walking the labyrinth. It is meditative. It does quieten mm. the mind, certainly. And you feel a lot more centered. I was starting to get insights about the lab- my life as well and about mm. the labyrinth and the different parts of the labyrinth. I was kind of guided or decided I'd start writing down these insights and and then said oh maybe I'll make a deck of cards myself (laughs) and uh yeah and I had the book written and I had the all the messages written and I and um was asking an artist friend a couple of artist friends of mine could you do paintings to go with these Mm. um words of guidance and inspiration and I got some lovely paintings but I just felt there was something missing so I hadn't painted since I was 10 years old in primary school (laughs) And I said, sure, maybe I'll try one. Yeah. <laughs> and I tried one painting. I said, oh, yeah, that's what I want. So I'll see. And I went from one to two to 48. <laughs> yeah. And um, there, 
Yeah, they're illustrations, I suppose. I mean, some of them I wouldn't put up in my wall. One or two of them I would probably, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they beautiful. Get, they get they're the message. Beautiful. They get the message across. And um, I had found there was the last, the last one. You know, there's different elements and different aspects to it. The last card I drew was painted was called the power card mm. and it's about stepping into your power and it took me four or five different attempts uh, different ways of trying to represent that before I was happy with it and I had to realize that you know this was the last card so when they were done it was they were it was about getting them published so I had to step into my power with what mm. I was doing before and it took me quite a while <laughs> yeah. to step into that and and then I realized that I'd lived every card there as I was creating it over a seven year period. So I was, I was working full time. So weekends or evening times, I'd be, you know, drawing or painting or sketching and, and that, you know. And then um, then I sent no publisher wanted them. So I said, oh, well, if these are if I, I, I went with the attitude that if these are of help to one person, well, then that's worth doing. If it's yes. going to help one and not harm anybody, of course, in the yes. process, yeah. if it's going to help one person, it's worth doing. So I went, I probably shouldn't be saying this, I went to my local credit union, told them what I wanted. And the man there says, uh, you'd be better off applying for a household loan. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and so I got a household loan. <laughs> And I and I ordered three thousand decks, and they arrived in a big pallet, and I went, "Oh no, what am I going to do now?" Wow. Then the fun started, and I had to start promoting them. But it's like you know, when you're doing what you love doing, and and the energy of your love is in it, it's like you know, other people, you know, other people will sense that and and want it. So yeah. it's kind of my whole, more or less, my whole attitude to life now, you know. And and it's like when you're doing what you really are driven to do and feel is mm. right for you to do. It's like the wind is on your back. There's something mm. else helping you along the way because, mm. you know, I got onto this shop in London called Watkins. I don't know. It's a famous bookshop yes. where William Butler Yeats and Alistair Crowley and all those guys would have gone. It's been there over a hundred years. And I rang them up and said, I have this deck of cards because I had to promote them myself. <laughs> yeah. And the lady said, Oh yeah. So send me a few pictures there by email, you know, and I sent them and she came back, you know, um, the next day, I said, oh, these are lovely. She said, we'd like to stock these, you know. And I said, OK, I'll be over in, I'll be in London in two weeks' time. I have, I'll call in. So I called in and gave her a few decks. And she says, these are very nice. Do you know we have a, a Mind, Body, Spirit magazine that's printed four times a year? And the editor lives in Bournemouth or somewhere, but he happens to be in the shop today. Would uh -huh. you like to meet him? <laughs> I said, yes. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, Labyrinths. Yeah, would you like to write an article for the magazine? <laughs> and uh, so I did, you know, and it's, 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 you Synchronicity, know. Synchronicities. Synchronicities, yeah, yeah. And and then I was going to the States to actually a Labyrinth gathering just in Minneapolis. So again, because I had to keep promoting it myself, mm. I, I've, I contacted a few bookshops by email saying, I have these, would you like me to come in or maybe, maybe give a talk in the bookshop? And one, I didn't hear anything from one of them. And the other one says, yes, we'd love to. And and maybe you don't know, but we distribute to 600 other bookshops around the USA and Canada. So they started distributing my cards in the United States. Wow, and, Tony. Uh, and the third thing, actually, so this is, you know, if people are thinking of doing something, just, I would say, just go and do it. Because the third one was, I wrote, I got online and I looked for every kind of mind, body, spiritual kind of magazine that I could find that mm -hmm. had a website and I emailed them saying I have these cards and if you'd like me to write an article or if you'd like a deck to review, you know, just mm -hmm. let me know. 
I sent about 60 emails in one day, you know, one night. Yeah. And I got two responses. <laughs> one was from um magazine in Australia wanted me to spend a thousand dollars taking out an ad. And the other was from a TV show in California called Bridging Heaven and Earth that said, we'd like to have you on the show. I didn't even know I had emailed a TV show. <laughs> I'll tell you. That. Wow. So, um, so I arranged to go over, you know, and and I was asking them, they, they do this. Well, they were doing at the time TV show and they're still still online called Bridging Heaven and Earth TV shows for cable TV channels. So they'd make the program and they'd send it out an hour long program. So I contacted them a couple of weeks before and they said, you know, how long of a slot would I have thinking they'd say five minutes or 10 minutes. And they said, the whole show is about you. Oh. <laughs> and and uh, so it was like, yeah, that's still up there on YouTube, you know, and they asked me to do a couple of paintings then depicting labyrinths as bridges between heaven and earth. So yeah, they're over in somewhere still in California. No, the show isn't going anymore, but it was, yeah, it was. Um, that is uh, just powerful. And again, yeah. as you said, going back, Tony, it was you. It didn't just happen overnight. It was seven years of creating the card, yes. living yeah. each mm. message and inspiration. And then the last card, you know, the power really stepping into your power and going, OK, what am yeah. I going to do about this? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's that next step, isn't it? It's choosing to put yourself out there, even if you haven't a clue what's going to happen. But what it is, you're putting you, you're putting your passion, your love yeah. for what you're doing and wanting it to share it with others. And if, yeah. and I know many people would say as they're listening, yeah, that's okay for you and Sharon, or you and Tony, Sharon, because yeah. you found that, you know, you found what you like. But remember, it's not that I just walked out one day and said, this is what I want to do, or Tony hmm. said that. What has inspired you and what has kind of, you know, you looked one day and you thought, I wonder what that is. And it just kind of raised your curiosity a little and maybe you haven't done something about it. And I think that's where you're stepping into, you know, your labyrinth. You're stepping into the awareness going, I'm not sure what this path is going to be like or where it's it'll bring yeah. you out the same way. Remember that with the labyrinth, it'll bring it back <laughs> to you. But along the way, just like you've said, Tony, and you choosing and stepping up to saying, you yeah. know, well, this is what I would really like to do and sending out all those emails. Look what happened. That's just powerful. Yeah. Um, you see, I, I know now that I'm always getting, everybody is getting little signals and nudges all of the time. Yeah. Except I came back to if if we're aware enough to see them or to hear them. So if you if you see something at, sign in a shop or hear some ca something on the radio or mm -hmm. something catches your attention i would say can follow it and see yeah. see where it goes you know yeah. see 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 where it leads because you don't know and then when you start doing things you have to knock on doors you know yeah. as i said i made made those phone calls and send those emails yeah. and, and that can be a bit of slog or you take a deep yeah. breath when you're ringing in a bookshop and <laughs> or whatever it is you're doing you know yeah. um at least knock on the door. You know, I can't say everything I did worked. You know, I mean, I've given yeah. stories of, of the flow and the example and I've got sort of, you know, feedback from some bookshops saying, oh, no, we, we asked the customers about these and they don't like these cards. And mm. that can be kind of a, a bit of a kickback, you know. Yeah. But, and, and it took me a little while to realize that, well, you know, I'm not going to please all of the people all of the time. So I don't take personally. If some people don't like it, they don't like it, you know, yeah. but I'm doing this for the people who do. 
you know, who who like it and love it. And I've got wonderful feedback. And there are thousands of those cards. The first thousand, so I I sold all the first three thousand. So I'm on nearly nearing the end of my second batch. You know, yeah. And, you know, and uh, you know, I've you know sent boxes of them, boxes of forty to the states. I send them regularly. It's, I sent them to Japan, to Australia, to all different the Netherlands, mm. to all different kinds of. And the other thing is the. You know, that TV show that was went up on YouTube, it was the lady in the Netherlands saw it on YouTube and she rang me up and said, I'd like you to um, come and give a workshop in the Netherlands. So I've been going to the Netherlands every year, once a year for the last, well, seven or eight or 10 years, take out a few for um, the yeah. pandemic, you know, so you just don't really know, I think. Do what you love doing. That's what, yeah. what, what makes you feel yeah. like what what you love talking about. You know, Fanula, my wife says, when you start talking about labyrinths, it's like somebody flicks a switch and you light yeah. you light up. You know, and yeah. that's that's when you know get somebody else. What what are you enthusiastic about? What do you really like talking about and sharing mm-hmm. with people? And it could be gardening, or it could be flower arranging, mm-hmm. or it could be you know DIY. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what it is. You know, because I I firmly believe each one of us. We're all unique in our own. So each one of us has something to make us feel alive. And it's different for everybody. And and I just it, it may not be something hugely going out into the public or it may be. Yeah. You know, but, but oh, find what it, what it is. And, and you know, I, I often say it's actually better. It's easier and better if you don't know what it is. You know, people oh, some people say, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what my life purpose is. I, yeah. I said, oh, great, great. Because you can have great fun trying to f- experimenting and trying all these night classes or going to all different lectures yeah. and different things and, you know, meeting wonderful people or doing until yeah. you do find what makes you feel alive. I can't say I fell into the labyrinth. I was looking at different cards. I think I was looking at trees because I like the trees and I'm mm. big into them. And maybe, so maybe I'll do something on trees. And there were a lot of different card decks on trees already, you know, but it just didn't, you know, so I explored other things and and dropped them because they weren't working or the energy mm. wasn't in them or the fun wasn't in them or whatever. Yeah. 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 And I love that. You can kind of see when you're speaking as well, as you said, about the labyrinth, you can see mm. your enthusiasm and your love for it and the sharing yeah. of it. And even, you know, and we go back to, you know, knocking on the doors and sending the emails, Mm -hmm. you know, as I said, that might be what everyone else is going to do. But I think it's just find a path that's not the same, maybe as every other path you've walked and not felt happy in it, but find a path where you're nervous, but a little bit excited about it as well. And of course, everything is unknown to you because that's us, I suppose, opening up, isn't it, to new opportunities and new awareness and I know it can be scary or shaky on the old feet, you know, going forward. Yeah. But again, like you, Tony, I would always say, if I feel something, if I feel a joy for mm. something and a passion for something, even if beside it, there's a lot of nervousness or, yeah. you know, hesitation at times, I still kind of balance it out and go, well, what have I got to lose? But if I listen to the nervousness and doubt, I have a lot to yeah. lose because I'll never find out what might have happened or what may happen down the Mm. line yeah and just as you said for and you know because I teach lots of groups as well and I always say to them if you just go out there and I said I'm not asking you to go out and change everything in your life now but if you just like you said explore classes listen to different podcasts read different books yeah just something that sparked your interest I promise you and I do make this promise that things start opening up for you. You start connecting mm-hmm. with different people. And you, people say then, 
God, I met this lady the other day in the cafe and she was talking about something I just read and they were going, isn't that mad? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and that to me is the energy we're putting out as well, isn't it? We're now opening yeah. up to new energy hmm. flow into us and you opened up that path for yourself and really let your energy go worldwide, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I know. I kind of have to... Uh... I pick up the deck of cards sometimes that box and say, did these really come through me? You know, it's like, you know, I have to stand back. But talking about, you know, the nervousness about doing something. And I I know that nervousness and that wobbliness in the legs and will I or won't I? Because I remember the first website, however many years ago that was, you know, and my picture was going up on it, you know. And it took me a few days before I kind of... What's the word? Uploaded it or published, yeah. published it or something. I had to take a deep breath. And say, All right, no, I'm going for this. You know, press the button and it's out there now. You know, yeah. and so you know, if it's it's not unusual to feel like that. You know, the you won't you won't be alone. And and I've spoken to other people who are similar and have shared this sort of experience of mine with other people who were at that stage. And I said, look, just go for it. And you know, as you say, I want well. I'm what's the word? I'm a, I'm a, I'm an optimistic pessimist. I often say, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? You know. Yeah. <laughs> and if yeah. that's the if that's the worst, the Irish show, yeah, yes, grand, I'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I say feck it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it and go for it, you know, because you can be yeah. ruminating mm. over something for a long time and yeah. putting your energy into that instead of yeah. just saying, let me take that one step, you know. And I always yeah. say it's one step at a time. Take that one step into mm. maybe just creating a change within your life yeah. and see what happens. And you've certainly yeah. done that, Tony, which is just amazing. Yeah. It's just really powerful. Yeah. And so- and another thing after when I left my very well-paying nine to five job, I, I meditate every morning, you know, and, and was doing that. And about three weeks later, I got this insight that's the word i'm not yeah. sure what it is as to how to use the labyrinth in one-to-one healing sessions yeah. with people and so i documented all that and then i had to go to the you know holistic insurance company and i had to do all kinds of <laughs> about 20 different documents to satisfy them that i could start teaching this you yeah. know and and that was well, over seven years ago now and i i didn't do it i was looking for the right time you know and and it didn't seem to be there, you know, or I just mm. or else didn't put it out there. I, I'm not sure why it didn't happen. So during the pandemic, I said, well, oh, sure, maybe maybe it could be done online, you know, and I never thought it could be done online. And um, so I advertised it online, just put it up on Facebook and Instagram posts, you know, and I had over 20 people said they were interested. And I was a bit taken aback, of course. It's oh, <laughs> right. So I went with, you know, and I've, that's in the last year, two years now, I've been training this one-to-one where, see, every part of the labyrinth I have found, and I've written about this, has a meaning and a significance. Mm. And if you're sensitive enough when you're walking it, you'll know that, oh, maybe I should stop here for a few seconds. Mm. And there's an energy and a healing happening at that point. Mm. So, but uh, you can also trace a finger labyrinth and the same thing happens. Mm. But I hold a divining rod and tell people that the rod moves when the person is to stop. Mm. And I tell them, what that means for them and they'll stop maybe five or ten times tracing it on the way and each stop has a meaning and a significance for them and it's different for everybody and it's different every time the same person does it Mm. and 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 then there's a um whole melchizedek energy he's he was mentioned in the in the in the early books of the bible two or three times it's not much known about him but it's like 
the first labyrinth I saw was Melchizedek's labyrinth. And it's about he holds the cup for me. He holds the cup of consciousness for humanity. So I was told, whatever, I'm not sure, guided to allowing the energy of that, uh, you know, the transformation of humanity, allowing that energy to accumulate in the hand and then to be placing it in the in the chakras and energy centers mm. of the people. So I started doing this and, and this was happening. I've had people trained in the States and Australia and you know, I think people from eight, nine different countries now trained in this form of healing to be sharing mm. it. And they're and they're being blown away, and I'm still pinching myself and says, "Is this really happening?" You know, it's just like, yeah, I don't know what even that experience or not yourself, share. You know, yeah. just, just go. You know, yeah. and, and and you know, nearly the matter it is, the faster it'll take off. I think. Yeah, and you know what it is, Tony. I think really because yeah. I and again I say I can only talk about my own personal experience mm. and say that if I if you asked me twenty years ago. You know, mm. Sharon, you'll be doing podcasts, you'll be working with people yeah. and teaching Reiki and Sekim and, yeah. you know, doing these things and writing books. I would have said, you must be joking. There is no yeah. way in the world I'd have the confidence or ability. That's what I believed that yeah. time. Yeah. And it, it wasn't when I started that I went, oh, I'm going to do all of this. You know, I always said to people, yeah. I didn't have a big visualization map mm. on the wall saying I'm going to do this 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 and this and this mm. I didn't have that but one thing that were like for me it was meditation Tony and yeah. I did it because I had huge trauma anxiety and depression mm. and I yeah. didn't even know I was meditating I was just trying to be still with myself and be aware of what I was feeling and thinking because otherwise it was too overwhelming mm. and then I started practicing mindfulness which I didn't call it at the time I just started yeah. calling it I can take the next step. Are you okay? All right, take another one. And that's exactly what it yeah. was like. And after mm. that, I discovered Reiki. And I just, it was felt like coming home to me. And it opened yeah. up something within myself that I connected to on a deeper level. And I thought, yes. oh my yeah. God, this is really so powerful. Just like you said. And I said, I would love to be able to share this with others because if it yeah. can help heal things mm. that I had going on and opened me up to so much love instead of all the yes. other stuff I felt, yeah. then definitely. And then that opened up another door and then another opportunity. Yeah. And it all yeah. happened from just taking that one, yeah. I suppose, choice to look after me and be aware of what was going on for me. Yeah. And that's how all of this that's, was created. Yeah. yeah. And that's a beautiful message for everybody, anybody listening, you know, yeah. just Take the first step, you know, don't be looking 10 steps, 10 steps down the road. Because yeah. I had a similar, you know, I went for hypnotherapy sessions a good while back now, mm. you know, dealing with different trauma. Or, well, I didn't know what I was going for. Either. Yeah. <laughs> but at one of the sessions, you know, you're, you're, you're conscious or quite aware of what's happening. So you're mm. not, you're not, you know, in cloud cuckoo land in these hypnotherapy sessions. But once say, the guy asked me, what, what are you doing now? And I said, I'm healing with my hands. I mean, I got off the table. Where did that come from? You know, because certainly I had no, no idea that, you know, that that was even possible yeah. for me or didn't know how it was going to happen, you know. Mm. But over the years since, as I kind of worked on myself and cleared my own blocks and fears and anxieties and uh, habits or whatever you call them, yeah. um, I became clearer and clearer myself and I started knowing when I was, I would know where somebody had a pain, you know, if I was standing mm. beside them, I said, put my, I thought I said, put my finger, have you a pain there in your back and sick of my fingers? Oh yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't say. 
you know, I do what I do. Well, I don't think I'm even doing it. You know, I think I'm the man. I call myself the man in the middle, you know, yeah. so and I can't say I cure people, you know, of yeah. serious illnesses or anything like that, you know, but certainly on an energy level and an emotional level, I can feel what people are feeling now. It's like mm-hmm. when I cleared myself, you know, mm-hmm. I can start feeling what other people are feeling and then can help them work mm-hmm. through that, you know, so it's, it's it's a beautiful um, gift yeah. to it. It's the, this, it's beautiful to be helping other people, I must oh, say. Yeah. It is. It's the, you know what, it's probably one of the best things in the world. I think we're all mm. here to help and support and, you know, encourage each other as much as possible. Yeah. And just as you said there, and I think that's a really important thing that you said as well, is when you opened up your awareness and looked to what you needed to heal, get rid yeah. of and embrace in your mm-hmm. life, then yeah. what it does, it opens up your awareness, but it opens up your awareness to how other people are. And people say, yes. oh, well, I'm an empath. I take in too much. And I'm going, well, that's your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> because I work with yeah. people every single day and I yeah. don't carry their hmm. SHIT with yeah. me when yes. they're gone. Yeah. I say, now, it's you know they've dealt with they're mm-hmm. aware of what it is now they have to take responsibility i help with the energetic yeah. side and i'm also a clinical hypnotherapist Tony. all so right okay so when you said that. <laughs> yeah you know what i was talking about i so. knew what you were talking about <laughs> but again it's if i want to be you know again it's being the victim and taking on stuff and saying i have to yeah. carry all of this and i have to mm. do everything nobody asks us to do that yeah ever mm. Yeah, that's something we we're programmed or conditioned to do over time until we're aware we don't have to do it. Yeah, no, and I get people, you know, certainly when we're working in groups, and I work with Fanula, my wife, we do group work together, you know, sort of healing or spiritual healing and empowerment type of sessions, and it can be quite all in, even physically. You can people can see how it appears to be affecting my body because, like, you know, I can sometimes feel more in my physical body than the person who is who who I'm helping yes and and then somebody will say to me after you must be exhausted and I said no I'm buzzing after that I just don't I you just don't, don't take it on I don't take it on no and I don't I can't say how I know I don't take it on it's not like I have to consciously decide I'm not taking it on or or maybe I'm just in that in that space or zone where mm. you know I'm I'm not taking, I'm certainly not taking it on. No. Um, And again, it's again, what we want to, again, I suppose for the awareness, Mm. and this is an interesting thing, just as you said it, for people that are listening, you know, just being aware, if this is the only thing you are aware of, it's like at the end of the day, am I mostly moaning, negative, exhausted, and, you know, just be aware, or am I, oh, that happened today, but it's gone now. You know, I'm tired, but happily tired. And I go to bed and yeah. have a great sleep. Are you lying in the yeah. bed going over everything that's happened that day and what you should have done, could have done, would have done? Hmm. And that'll kind of show you where your energy goes. And I'm always saying that be aware of your thoughts and how you feel by the end of the day. And when you get into bed and if you can't go to sleep, you know, hmm. are you one of those people that holds on to everything and what everyone says or you think they might have said about you? Yeah. <laughs> well. Actually, my, when I get into the bed at night, I, I look for the thing I am most grateful for mm-hmm. during the day. So mm-hmm. I, I look for something that I'm most grateful because in the morning I list five things. When I wake up before mm-hmm. I get out of bed, I list five things I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And they can be simple things, you know, 
Well, usually number one is Fanula in the bed beside me, but oh. then I look up and say, oh, I have a roof over my head. Thank you. I'm yeah. grateful that. Oh, yeah, I can I can see the roof. Thank, I'm grateful yeah. that I have eyes. I'm grateful yeah. I have fingers. You know, I'm grateful that, you know, I have a few bob in the pocket or there's a car outside the door that starts when when I turn the key. You know? yeah. And yeah. and and it's it's and it's it's not it's not, you know, it sounds simplistic, but it's actually putting in to the what's the word the energy of gratitude yeah. and thankfulness and and the more I read about it you know and it's a lot of teachers you know spiritual teachers seem to be saying the same thing actually mm-hmm. you know that what what you're grateful for you'll get more of uh, oh it's so true so, absolutely yeah. and people say well I can't find anything to be grateful for and just as you said Tony if you lay down in a warm bed at night and if yeah. that's just the only thing you can find in that moment, that's enough and focus on that. But what you're also doing, and this comes from the clinical hypnotherapy side, is you're yeah. reprogramming the mind. So when you yeah. get up in the morning, instead of going, oh, Jesus, I have to get up and go to work <laughs> and Harry, my God, it's raining and all those things. Yeah. It's focusing on right now. I can breathe. I can stand whatever I can do. Mm. I focus on being grateful for that. So that that's your morning pattern mm. instead of the other pattern and at night time yeah. the same thing is oh it's so lovely to have this beauty and even when I say it I love my bed I go <laughs> yeah, this yeah, lovely yeah. warm bed and a blanket and a pillow and mm. you know what it might have been a hard day that day but I mm. have my bed and I know that I'm going to rest even if I don't sleep all night and I hear people saying that but I'm going to just focus on being in the bed being warm and comfortable mm. that's yeah. all you need to do for yeah. now so yeah. you're so right is the energy, and it's a really interesting conversation because like you, Tony, I might have that conversation with other people and they kind yeah. of go, all right, yeah, whatever. But if you don't mm. like the word energy, because we're all energy, mm. we can't do anything about <laughs> it, you're all energy, is just be aware just of your own self-talk and yeah. where you are at nighttime and where you are in the morning in your mind and in your mm. self-talk. And if you're only aware of that, it'll start changing your perspective about where yeah. you are in your life yeah 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 it's um powerful powerful is the word Sharon yeah yeah it's um yeah um I do it automatically now I mean you know I had to remind myself for the first few days or weeks to be doing that but now it's like it's like brushing my teeth you know and then, yeah. <laughs> if I didn't do it I'd know I hadn't done it if, yeah if that makes sense you know oh, so it's it a bit does. like my meditation now you know that people say oh you must be very disciplined you know to um to meditate every morning you know and I said I says, are you are you disciplined? Oh no, I'm not. And then I asked him, uh, do you brush your teeth? <laughs> How often do you brush your teeth? Oh, every day, in the morning and in the evening. Oh, yes, yeah. you know, I says, you're disciplined. Yeah. You know, you just need to get into the habit of doing something. And it's like if you don't brush your teeth, you get this yucky feeling in your mouth. You yeah. know, now if I don't meditate, I get a similar or a type yucky of feeling, feeling in, in, in the, the body. body in my energy. You know, the, oh no, I, I didn't meditate. Well. I, yeah. I, it's just I, maybe, making it, I was going to say maybe I should stop and see does that happen no, <laughs> yeah I think you know what it is it's just no it's like that meditation for me is food for my soul I always say yes. that where yeah. you know yeah. we have mind food and we have mm. body food but meditation is food for my soul and then that obviously goes out into the mm. energy of my mind and body so it's making good routines for yourself, like the discipline yeah. of brushing your teeth. Yeah, yeah. And even if it is just, you know, I'm, I always say, don't ask people to sit there cross leg going on, but just sit yeah. in the bed, yeah. focus on your yeah. breathing, check in with mm. yourself, see how yeah. you're getting on. 
I want to ask you because I know I could keep talking now, Tony, because you're just <laughs> so fabulous. I love your energy. Yourself you. and Fanuli, your wife, work together. How amazing is that? Yeah, it's um, yeah, and, and I mean, well, Fanula's on the same wavelength, obviously, but she would have said, you know, she's I can see us working together when I didn't even know what I what I was doing or could do, you know, and it's like. You know, they can see maybe a bit more, see energetically a bit more than I can, you know. So when somebody and we work, sometimes we do a joint session with one person. You know, we work with groups, but we do it with one person. And and it's like she can see the energy, but I can sense it, you know. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sensing it. I'm getting queasy, queasy in my stomach. He says, I think there's something in the stomach there. And, and I would just look at Fanula and she'd point at the stomach, you know. Wow. It's like, you know, there there's a... Um, a dovetailing that is um, wonderful and amazing and I can't really explain it, you know, that, and then we can help, we clear that for people. We can take it out. I can, I can take stuff out. I didn't know I could do that either. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm following, I, there's no, there's no set pattern in what I do. So it's different for everybody. Yeah. We meet the person where they are, whatever is going on in their life, the most important things at that time, that's what we work on. You know, if mm-hmm. they're, whether it is anxiety or trouble or something is happening in their life, there's there's usually there's always an energetic or even a soul um, basis to a lot of that. You know that yeah. there's there's something here about you. You you came. We, I believe we came to experience mm-hmm. these many different experiences. And we wondering sometimes why I chose some of the ones I did, but <laughs> me but too. There, <laughs> but there's but but when you when you kind of have gone through it and looking back on it you say oh yeah now I know why I was experiencing that or I know what I've learned from that or what I've grown from that or what I know now about that that I can share with other people you know so um, yeah so there's there's a magic in working with someone like that Fnula and I have working together there's a magic and there's a power in it that's that's almost indescribable you know it's there's it's there's not we're, we're not in competition it's like you we're dovetailing um, you're in sync uh, again with each other yeah, and it's all for the good yeah, of the person you're yeah, working with which is I, I, amazing yeah I tell a little story and, and hopefully Dude. my daughter doesn't listen isn't listening <laughs> but shortly after we met we we were in in kids were in a, my kids were young at the time and and her youngest was they were seven or eight years old and we were in the playground you know we were standing together my daughter was up on one of these climbing frames and she looked at us and she says how come you've only one of those things around you she was able to see auras at the time mm. and she could only see that when we were standing together there was only one there wasn't two separate ones so it was like you were so oh, certainly I'm getting goosebumps now as I t- as I speak about it yeah there was a there was a connection there that goes beyond almost words you know it was like it was it was you know and and if the, if you're out there looking for somebody, if you've found someone, or if, if you're there, may be somebody there for you. I mean, I I remember driving through heavy traffic in the city, and the traffic was blocked up both ways, you know. And I stopped in the traffic, and I looked to see who was in stopped in the car opposite me, going the other end was Fanula. No, wow. or or I'd be just texting her, you know, and I'd get an answer, you know, and and we we would answer each other. Our texts would cross, you know, so wow. we were getting confused with. There was who was who was texting who? who was texting who first? Yeah, and she said, "Did she did she get my question or not?" You know? Wow! So, so it was yeah. There's um there's an um, yeah there's a beautiful connection that we have 
Mm. And that, you know, when we work together, it's even more than the sum of our parts. I think what people are getting the benefit of the work mm. we do. So, And yeah. people can feel that as well when you are working with somebody and you have that yeah. flow and ease with each other and such mm. love. That's beautiful, yeah. Tony. I'm so happy for yeah. you both because, you know what, it is one of those things, yeah. I think, in life. You know, I hear many people saying, oh, Jesus, I can't stand when the husband is at home for more than whatever. Mm. And I'm yeah. going, oh, God, I think that's strange. But I'm not living their life and whatever they're doing. But for me, it's again allowing. And for me, it comes back to a path. Mm. You allow each other to grow individually, but you come together at certain times to help and support yes. each other, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's both of our second marriage. So, you know, I, I developed a matter. Try everything twice, you know. Good man, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be careful saying that to people at weddings. That's the only thing. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I was going to say something else now, and I've forgotten. That my father said it must be a lie or something. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Well, Tony. You are just such a pleasure to talk to and Um, your energy is fabulous and you have a lovely vibrancy, you know, and humor, which I love Uh because, you know, I would be known to sometimes be laughing at things that are supposed to be serious because I think always life sometimes can be so serious for people and to bring the joy and the fun into Mm. it. But I just want to tell people that you um, run workshops, as you said, in many countries and speak at different events. And you're also a qualified reflexologist, Reiki master, uh, advanced psych K facilitator and a certified space clearing practitioner. If you have um, you have events coming up in Cork, the 12th of February, step into your power. That's myself and Fnula. There's only the one place came available yesterday. So if anyone want to get in there, it's a small venue. So we we, numbers were limited there. You know, we think we'll have to go bigger. You might have to run another one. Think bigger the next time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And run another one. You might want more. Yeah. And then yeah. you have an online event on the 11th and 12th of March. And this is the McKeesel Deck Labyrinth Healing Foundation Level 1 training yes. that you yeah. were talking about. Mm-hmm. And also yeah. you'll be in the Netherlands for anyone listening, because I have okay. listeners in the Netherlands. Oh, great. On the yes. 16th of September, you have a labyrinth workshop. Workshop, yes. Brilliant. So anybody that wants to hear more about Tony and wants to find out maybe about contacting him mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. more Find his beautiful labyrinth wisdom cards because I have them. And I'm trying to think how many years ago I was in Navan and I sent away, but I still have them. And they're still one of the packs that I go to on most days Hmm. when I'm working with clients in particular to show them because that's the way I work as well. It's like, well, where do you feel you are or can you enter this new path? And, you know, and they're like, what's that? Yeah. So they're being introduced to the labyrinth, <laughs> Tony, you. by yeah. you. Yes. So check yeah. out Tony's website, www.tonymchristie.com. You're also on Facebook and Instagram, and I will be sharing all of the social media sites on the show notes, and you can contact Tony direct. And I'd say if you do, you'll be in for some session because you have a beautiful, beautiful energy, Tony, And just wishing you and Fanula all the best in everything that you do. 
Thank you. Thank you, Sharon. And thank you so much for inviting me here. And yeah, as I said, this was another little step for me, you know. So. An amazing step. And where is it going to lead? I haven't a clue. And no, I don't know either. When I put out my first podcast, I didn't know if it was even published or not. There you go. Or Maybe. live until somebody oh, came back and said they heard it. And I went, oh, so it works. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Well done, Sharon. And blessings to all that you do. Yeah. Thank you so much. So yeah. thank you to everyone for listening again. I hope you enjoy that episode with Tony. And as I said, check him out, www.tonymchristie.com and on Facebook and Instagram also. And check out his work and his upcoming workshops. And I look forward to connecting with you all again soon. Take care for now.